comes out the hockey show with Tyler Briggs and Tim Hikeaway. What is going on, everybody? Welcome to episode 35 of Tongues Out the Hockey Show. Haven't done that in a while. That's my jersey number. Yeah, 35, I was just going to say. But your host, Tyler Briggs, and of course, the other half of the show. Me, Tim Eichel. How's it going, folks? Yeah, it's been a while, guys. It's been been a long time. It's, been a- it's good to be back here. I know you're not feeling the greatest. No. No. No, it's been a long weekend and uh, short, too short of a weekend, but mm-hmm. uh, had some fun. So Yeah. Hey. I got a bit of a cold, so. Yeah. We'll just let let it let it ride. We'll just let it ride. Yeah. Yeah, absolutely. And so the thirty fifth episode, you said it was your jersey number. Mm-hmm. I was gonna I was actually gonna ask you to explain the significance of the number thirty five to you, but Marty Turco. Marty Turco. Yeah. A couple other ones. There's a few other ones. A couple good ones. He was the reason. He it was, was the reason. That or yeah. number one for me most of my hockey yeah. career. Number one was for Luongo. And that was started back in 99, and Turco right around then too. So ah. I was always happy to use one or the other. So yeah, Absolutely. And so we haven't talked in a little while. We haven't uh, really given the listeners anything other than I think we, the last episode we did was with Derek Meech. And yeah. so as far as NHL news goes, we're not going to dig right back into like the week's weeks past be here for hours because we can sure carry on oh yes we definitely oh, could. baby and so what what have you been keeping busy with you've uh, obviously hit up a couple moose games lately yeah, i've so. been to quite a few moose games yeah. missed the one on sunday thankfully they lost 6-1 but i've seen all their wins lately uh yeah. watching pretty much just watching hockey uh a couple weekends ago i uh really indulged and watched ultra miami live feed all weekend what is that that's, oh uh, right, the EDM yeah. festival thing, eh? So I watched that all weekend. Yeah, went out that one night there and missed the Sunday for the most part, but caught some of it. And... Did you feel like you were there? Uh, no. no, no, no. It doesn't compare. No, it doesn't even compare. I kind of happy I wasn't after the whole debacle there. They uh, fucked up on shuttles and transporting people to do the uh, eight mile walk across the bridge back to the city of Miami. So that was a big disaster oh, there. Eight mile. Yeah. And I'm quite happy I didn't have to do that because after a d- night of dancing, I, I know my legs wouldn't be feeling it. I probably would have jumped in with the sharks. <laughs> yeah, I was just going to say, that'd be about the only time I'd uh, ever walk down an eight-mile road. So. Yeah, it's a big bridge over uh, the bay. It's quite a walk. In case you haven't been to Miami, it's not an ideal walk. We'll put it that way. <laughs> I can I've imagine. Been there a few times. I can definitely imagine. Yeah. Uh, some news out of Miami today, but we'll get into that shortly. Uh, you got the M- Memorial Cup. Trip, yeah, right up. around the corner. We yeah. got our, our, I guess we're saying our bed and breakfast. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I don't know much Keith about picked that. it or what? Uh, my mom and dad did all that work yeah, yeah. one night when I was out. And uh, they released a bunch of the uh, musical acts, for, or all the musical acts for that. A uh, couple pretty good highlights. Sloan. Oh, uh, really? Yeah. Wow. Wine City Maniacs. Uh, wow. Uh, Matt what? Mays from uh, Cocaine Cowgirl or something it's called. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I think I know who that is, yeah, okay. And yeah. there's one other huge one, and I can't remember. That one's uh, a good one. Is it uh, Loverboy by any chance? Oh, God, no. <laughs> never minute of it. Oh, man, who is it? There's someone really big, and I can't remember who it is off the top of my head. I was actually pretty excited. Mm-hmm. Um, what else is there to say about that? I was say, how's the WHL playoffs shaping up? Like, uh, it's looking pretty good. Who's uh, going to be the squad that heads there, you think? I'm thinking Prince Albert. Yeah. Prince Albert faced a bit of scare the other night. They were down 2 nothing in the first to Saskatoon, but came back and won mm-hmm. to take a 2 nothing lead in the series. Uh, out west, though, well, out further west, mm-hmm. the Western Conference, uh, Spokane's up two games now on Everett, and Everett's one of the favorites this year across the whole CHL. 
So that's huge. I don't know if I've ever brought this up on the podcast, but I believe Everett has made the playoffs every year since they've been in the league. Yes, and they've almost always been a powerhouse. They've always had great goalies. It's amazing. The other, oh, sorry, the other one uh, that's pretty big is the Trues are there. Oh, the Trues, of yeah. course. But um, back on topic. What don't the Trues play? I, exactly. If you haven't seen the Trues, you're not really Canadian. It's just like Tom Cochran. If you haven't seen Tom Cochran, you're not a Canadian. <laughs> Fuck you. And then... Uh, um, Vancouver is up two games to none on Victoria, and there's one more series. Oh, Edmonton's up two games to none on the Hitmen in the all Alberta f- matchup. Oh, the Battle of Alberta the in the playoffs. The Battle of the Deerfoot. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> nice. Just missing Red Deer in there. Yeah, that's about it. Yeah. The only squad in between. So, what about uh, Spokane? You appear oh, to be in a Spokane jersey. Yeah, right? I have decided to wear a Spokane jersey today. Uh, these guys can't see it. Um, yeah, this is a big one. Uh, gives me a jersey from every team in the WHL, uh, dating back to the Edmonton Ice. Oh yeah, uh, yeah. This is a big one for me to get. Picked it up a couple weeks ago and nice, came in the mail last week. It's a beauty. It's yeah. got the uh, U.S. shoulder patch like Spokane has, and mm-hmm. really sweet stitched uh, yeah. logo. Yeah, there's not much else to say about it. It's a sharp red jersey. That's nice yeah. man. Yeah, gives me one from every team. So whoever makes it to the Memorial Cup, I'll, now I'll be able to wear their jersey. Doesn't matter. You yeah, could pack both teams' jerseys. Exactly. You know? I could, I'm set. I got <laughs> all four teams. Yeah. And uh, right now it's looking like I could possibly uh, have three of the four teams in the tournament's jersey. So I'm pretty pumped. <laughs> I won't awesome. be representing the OHL because mm-hmm. I have two OHL jerseys and both teams missed the playoffs. So. Oh. Or oh, you got the dub covered as usual. Dub yeah. got the Q covered for Halifax and possibly Roy and Naranda. So. And Naranda's number one team. They're the Huskies, right? Yeah. Yeah, okay. Number one in Canada. So I I got one of theirs from when they were in the Memorial Cup in Red Deer. Uh, At the time, the guy was the backup goalie. Now he's actually their starting goalie and one of the top goalies in the league. Holy shit. Yeah. Wow. Moving on to uh, a couple other things that just kind of came to my mind. I don't know if you caught this on the weekend, but did you see... Uh, well, the Jets are obviously in Arizona, so yeah. I know you got a little story about uh, your <laughs> yeah. neighbor there. So I'll let you tell that one first before I uh, tell you mine. Yeah, my uh, old neighbor from 14 Pinawa Drive, Kenton Gillis. Uh, he's actually been listening to some episodes and is mad I haven't been mentioning him lately. Oh, wow. So There you uh, go. I don't know how true that is, but we'll see. Yeah, it's, um, he was a little him often, so he was a little uh, boozed up on uh, Saturday and decided to call uh, Glendale Arena or whatever it's called, Gala Arena. Gila, whatever. Gila you call River it. Arena. Yeah, he gave him a call and was asking to throw the game. Very apologetic that they're missing <laughs> the playoffs. Said we would return the favor next year. Made sure it was known he was from Winnipeg, and I think the people on the other end were dying laughing because oh, he was yeah. on speaker. So. Oh, man. <laughs> oh, man, that That's, was funny. That is awesome. Yeah. Well, hopefully, uh, we appreciate your efforts there, uh, Mr. Gillis. Yeah, I, uh, I was really hoping uh, the Jets wouldn't have won because I, I was supposed to work on Wednesday night, and uh, I have a date for the game, so. Oh, you do? I don't. I'm oh. just going to the game. Oh, okay. I was going to ask you if you were bringing a killer no. with you. No. I'm well, actually, he's going. Yeah, Eric he is. Miller's going. Yeah, but I'm not saying. He's sitting behind me. So nice. I bought single seats because they're way cheaper that way. Yeah, oh, I was just going to say, I'm still not sure. Like, I got I got my tickets this year. I'm still not sure which if I'll get game one or two, Wednesday or Friday. I should find out tonight, actually. Mm-hmm. So I'm kind of... Kind of on the edge. Kind of waiting on that. Because yeah. I might either get Wednesday at 7 or Friday night at 8.30. Yeah. And uh, I can imagine all the... The beauties in the city of Winnipeg will be out on Friday. I'm sure that yep. that whiteout party will be <laughs> something else. Oh, it's going to be a wild one. As uh, long as they win that first game, and it's not like it's outside right now. Yeah, I was just going to say exactly. So before I forget, uh, to kind of piggyback the the Jets and Coyotes, did you happen to see 
couple of friends of the show who happened to be at the game there on the weekend? I did see someone, but it it was uh, Luke Saint Mars' son. Okay, so it wasn't uh, it wasn't him, but uh, <laughs> Mick Mick Lundberg. I, I saw pictures. I missed that part when he was at the game. Yeah, so Mick Lundberg, Loose Care. Uh, I'm not too sure who Steve else. Steve Federley. Federley. Yeah, yeah. Shout out, so shout That's... out to Federley. I can't believe I forgot him, man. He's a pretty important guy I saw in my pictures. life, you know? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so Mick Lundberg's wearing a wedding dress. I saw that. Full-on wedding dress, and I don't know the significance of it. It's uh, his bachelor party. Oh, okay. So I was going to call out for... Uh, I saw his in-law there, uh, his father-in-law, and his dad was there. Oh, wow. Okay. So the there's pictures. a whole bunch of them. So yeah. I was, I was going to uh, reach out to Gray Scott via uh, podcast, because I knew oh. he'd listen and he would yep. tell me. So, no, I appreciate you letting Didn't me know. Didn't see him there, though. No, he wasn't there. I'll have to ask him. wasn't allowed to leave the... Well, I mean, who would want to leave friendly. Brandon, right? Exactly. So, yeah, so shout out. A lot of hockey going on there, you know. <laughs> Absolutely. And he is uh, just recently engaged, I believe. Yeah. So, you know, he's... Yeah. I'm surprised he didn't go for some practice. <laughs> yeah, maybe. <laughs> That's right. So, kind of moving on, we got a lot to get to. This is supposed to be a playoff preview episode, but we appear to be rambling as usual, so yep. we'll get around to it eventually. Uh, the coaching carousel. Yeah. Coach's corner, coach's coroner, I guess yeah, you'd call it. There's um, uh, some people looking for jobs uh, yeah. this weekend, someone with a job. so Yeah, so I can't decide if it's a good time to be an NHL coach because there's so many openings, or if it's a bad time because the axe keeps falling. Jeez. Oh, so, some more news today. Uh, Bob Bugner let go by the Panthers. Uh, tough with, customer. One of the toughest coaches behind, the, one of the toughest guys behind the bench. Yeah. He, I think him and Craig Berube toe-to-toe would oh, be a good geez. scrap. And Bugner, yeah, Bugner was a good defenseman in his day. That's yeah. true, that's true, yeah. Yeah, and then uh, not long after that, they hired Joel Quenville. Yes. Which, I mean, Dale Talon's got his guy now. Yep, again. Again. His guy, yeah. His guy, exactly. So I want, I think uh, it sounded like uh, Philly had a better offer on the table mm-hmm. and more term, and he chose Florida. Can yep. you blame the guy? Can you blame the guy for one This guy's probably finishing up his career here, and he's going to get settled into Florida. Oh, how, yeah. How much better does it get than that? It doesn't get any better. And they're that. a pretty good young team. Yeah. Both that, are. I was just going to say, like... I don't know if he can play goal. <laughs> I think they have someone coming their way in the offseason. I think they probably do have somebody yeah. coming, probably by the name of... Bobrovsky. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> but it rhymes with Shmishmarovsky. Yeah. Right? Exactly. He's on the case. He's on the case, yeah. right? He's being transferred to Miami Vice. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, my God. <laughs> uh, Willie Desjardins is out in L.A., so he's the yep. interim guy. Uh, well, I believe they informed him that he wouldn't be... Uh, interviewed. Wouldn't be interviewed for the yeah. head coach job. So, by the sounds of it, Todd McClellan might, is, might be the guy. I heard he's the front runner for another coaching job. I actually mm-hmm. heard he's going to be hired tomorrow. I wouldn't be surprised if he's the... Coach of the Buffalo Sabres. Yeah, well, That's a big go. rumor going around. Said, yeah, Buffalo. Uh, yeah, actually, yeah, I think it was. You're right. Yeah. yeah you're 100% and right. And they had former Jet defenseman Phil Housley. Yeah. So he, he gets like that too. Yeah. Holy crap, man. It's just... Coaching carousel. It's tough. And yeah. I mean, if you're in, in Buffalo, if you're Jack Eichel or you're Rasmus Dahlin, especially Eichel. He's I mean, seen more coaches in his career than he's seen goals. I was just going to say. Like, fuck. He's dude. right up there with, well, I mean... In Edmonton, sounds yeah. like Hitchcock isn't going to be brought back. I've no. heard that. And so, I mean, what is that? Like, Conor McDavid's fifth coach? Fuck, that's a lot of coaches. Yeah, exactly. Did you see Big David hit the post? Oh, I did oh, see that. Holy smokes. And he turned down his uh, invite to Canada today. <laughs> Obviously, yeah. eh? Like, oh, man. Kind of saw that coming. When he hit the post, it, it literally felt like Stamkos, Stamkos all over yeah. again, man. And that was, was like just... at the end of the game, wasn't it? It was. 
And so I, it's it's tough to tell a guy like that, like, hey, man, maybe you shouldn't play the last game. But, like... It was a risky move, but that's, I'm sure uh, you can't tell him not to. You know, they'll, they'll use that video, I bet, in for future uh, for future games when yeah. you got guys wanting to play at the end of the year and nothing games, right? And so... That, that could have been or into oh, next season had he broken something. Definitely. And who knows what kind of damage was done. No, I don't know, I right? saw him walking today. Heard the MRI was good, yeah. so... Pure speculation, though. We don't actually know. We're not. I'm not a doctor. No. And I'm no. not in with the Edmonton Oilers, thankfully. I'm not in the boys' club. <laughs> not in the I old got boys. my own boys' clubs, but not that one. <laughs> not the old boys' club. No, not right? that one. Shout out to the old boys' club. Yeah. Uh, and, of course, speaking of old boys, Bob Cole. Boys. Called his final game. Yep. Uh, Montreal-Toronto on Saturday. And so I do believe you, you said that you recorded it. I recorded Haven't watched it yet. Um, it's been a while since i actually meant to send you the link it's been a while since i've watched a, an intro like you know a cbc and i haven't seen that one i it, recorded after that and uh i'm getting goosebumps right now because honestly i watched it and i cried Ooh. it was wow yeah, i was feeling all the feels everything was happening everything yeah. was happening it was it was amazing and then i had the game on mute for most of the game mm -hmm. so i'm not too sure for the first periods but in the third period uh i believe it was greg miller Doing the, uh, is that his name? Greg Millen. Greg Millen, yeah. Sorry, Gord Miller, Greg Miller. Same thing. Yeah, so he, Millen was doing the color, mm -hmm. and he stepped back and let Bob Cole call the whole game. Oh, wow. And so in overtime, That's... dude, you're seriously, it's going to it's gonna hit you right in I the feels, man. I added 15 minutes extra. I hope it got the whole overtime. Uh, oh, yeah, I got shootout, too. Oh, fuck. I went to shootout and uh, Ryan Paling, of course, he yes. scored three goals yeah. and a shootout winner. So almost pulled off the Austin Matthews, the four yeah. goals in one game. So that would have been pretty damn cool. Uh, Bob Cole, I don't know, favorite Bob Cole moments. I, first one's, 2002 Olympics. First ones that come to mind has yeah. got to be the 2002 Olympics. Or the one on Bruder where he dropped his stick. Dropped his That's stick. the weirdest thing I've seen yet. <laughs> <laughs> 2002 Olympics for me. Yeah. I, I, Joe Sackick. Joe Sackick. That was the best. Yeah. Surely that's gotta be enough. Like, oh, oh my god, that was amazing. He's, Listen to them sing. <laughs> <laughs> oh. He's had so many legendary calls, and not only uh, for us, but I mean, he was the voice of the generation before us, or two, even the generation after, yeah. almost right. Like, eighty-five years old, man. That's crazy. Impressive stuff. Fifty years, especially considering he's from Newfoundland. I mean, those guys barely speak English. I there, know. So. He got off there before he got his goofy part of it. <laughs> Shout out to uh, Third Man in Podcast there. Uh, but moving on from Bob Cole, uh, one other one other news that sorry one other news uh, tidbit I like to talk about would be our guy Ray Shiro, former Penguins GM, was extended in New Jersey, and so he's got a big day coming up tomorrow. Yeah, as uh, the oh. draft lottery takes place. So. Not a big day if you're a Senators fan. No, not a great day if you're a Senators fan. I, I, kind of sums up the year. It kind of <laughs> sums up their year, yeah. Literally from before training camp started all the way through. Like, oh, what a man. disaster. Yeah, it was, it's, it's been a rough one. And yeah. so the one thing Ottawa, I mean, Ottawa got Eric Brandstrom. Ottawa's got Drake Batherson. They've got a group of good prospects. They probably could, imagine use, how good. They probably could use this one, though. Yeah. So they, got, they opted to keep Brady Kachuk, who... Scored 20 goals as a rookie, so... He was up there. Wasn't he second in scoring amongst rookies? I believe Patterson? he was second or third, yeah. yeah. So, I mean, that's... Just, you know, you can hang your head on that, but Colorado's got the highest percent chance, thanks to Ottawa finishing last at 18.5%, yep. followed by LA and Ray Sherrill's New Jersey Devils yep. at 13 and 11. And so, running down the list, I'm not going to do it, but 
ran the draft simulator a couple times. Oh well, yeah. Oh yeah. And surprisingly, Colorado only got picked two, two, no, three times out of ten. But my New Jersey Devils, twice. Oh, wow. Twice out of 10, so. Find someone to replace uh, oh. the outgoing Taylor Hall. I was just going to say, they <laughs> got to give they gotta give Taylor Hall an excuse to say. They 100% do. And so, moving on, I was going to do a quick little season in review before we touch the touch on the playoffs. I don't know if you want to talk about a little bit about uh, surprising teams or disappointing teams. Like, teams that kind of. Coming to mind, yeah, disappointing teams. Yeah, like I all mean, the Philadelphia Flyers. I had them pegged to win the division. Yeah, oh, I wish I had our, our uh, predictions up here. Yeah, that was one of mine. Uh, yeah, the Flyers you had. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else. So what went wrong in Philly? Goaltending. Yeah. Exactly what I said, <laughs> and I was right. Carter yeah. Hart came in and it almost worked. It almost worked. It almost yeah. worked, and he got hurt. Sustainable. He got hurt for two weeks. Yeah, I think if they would have had him those two weeks, they might have been looking a little bit better. They um, might have been okay. Yeah, I'm trying to think who else there was. I mean, we picked Nashville to win the division, so we can't we really say Jets were a disappointment. Is that what we picked, Nashville? Yeah. yeah, yeah. So I mean, the Jets' uh, late season was a little bit of a letdown, mm-hmm. but overall, second place in division, not bad. I was going to say, yeah. Um, trying to think who else there is. I mean, the Flames over-exceeded my expectations. I think they blew a lot of people away yeah. this year, considering they missed the playoffs last year. Yep. Uh, the Krylanders, they did pretty good. I hate they- them with a passion, but... They had a pretty good season. It's the Barry Trotz effect is uh, crazy. Yeah. Like Thomas Grice went from what, like a three twenty goals against last year, yeah, to... an eight something Sabres and it's a nine twenty something. Exactly. And so when both goalies are playing well like that, you yeah. know it's a product of the system, not just you know a couple of hot goalies. I think another surprise would be uh, St. Louis's second half. That was out of nowhere. Almost uh, won the division. Literally after almost being dead last. Literally at, almost like, won the December seventh. Yeah. Dead last on December seventh. I was actually going through some old notes and I was looking at we had some disappointed team disappointing yeah. teams listed and the Blues were one of them, right? Yeah, yeah I would say for me, uh, another team, I the Carolina Hurricanes. Yeah, forty six wins, man. They hung on. I, I Montreal Canadiens, even though they missed. Yeah, I think they had ninety six points. Exceeded, I ex- expect them to finish dead last almost in that division. I remember people laughing at that, probably including myself, the Pacioretty trade. Right, they traded yep. right Pacioretty. They got Thomas Tatar. That turned yep. out pretty damn good. No I mean, kidding, t- fan favorite too. Tatar, uh, what did I hear? I heard his nickname is Tuna. Yeah, <laughs> that's pretty damn good. <laughs> and then another one I would say was disappointing is uh, oh jeez, I just forgot. Oh fuck, I totally <laughs> forgot who I was going to say. <laughs> well, I got I, I'm going to say the New Jersey Devils because I mean they After had, last I think, year. I think they had 95 points last year. You think they would have been able to, you know, come close to that mm-hmm. this year? But then Taylor Hall only played like 33 games or something like that. So who's my other team? I was gonna say one more. I don't know. I don't know, man. Shoot. The Panthers. Panthers had two 90 yeah. point scores. The Oilers had two 100 point scores. Wow, the Oilers is a major disappointment. Yeah, they're like a major disappointment. Yeah. You gotta go with the Panthers a disappointment too, somewhat, because they had the most productive season of any player in their franchise say. history. Yep. Barkoff finished with one more point than Bury had in what, 2000, 2001, or 99? I think he had 2000. 96 points, yeah. Yeah, Bury yeah. had 95. Yeah. So even Hubert will finish like third, their third highest output in the yeah. season ever. Yeah, I think he had 92 points or something yeah. like that. Um, Kucherov had 128 points this year. <laughs> To touch on that, he was the highest scoring season of any Russian ever. Yeah. So that's pretty impressive. If anybody was wasn't too sure how good Nikita Kucherov was, like, I don't there's know. your uh, answer. He is good. You don't need to dive into the analytics to no. to uh, <laughs> no. You put up that kind of point total, you're good. Yeah, exactly. 
And so Dry, uh, Leon Dreisaitl, again, to go back to the That Oilers. was another hell of a year. Yeah, 50 goals, first Oiler in 30 years, I believe. Yeah. I don't know who the last one was. I saw that. Was I think it was, I think it was Yuri Curry. Yuri Curry, yeah. That's, it might that, have that would have been my guess for sure. Yeah. So him and McDavid each had 100 points. Well, McDavid 116. Uh, yeah. all 105. Yeah. And so I don't know when the last team to miss the playoffs with 200-point scorers was. but I could be wrong, but I think this might be the first time. Yeah, it's I'm got to be one of the got to be the first time in a long time. I yeah, imagine. since probably the eighties. That's yeah, because hundred point scores have been hard to find. Because when was the last time a team had two one hundred point scores? It's oh, been a while too. Yeah, that's a. I don't know, man. That's a really good question. We'll have to uh, I, do our homework, or maybe someone listening can yeah, help us out here. I could be wrong, but I thought I read something about Lemieux Yager in '96. Okay, yeah, yeah. That, well, I think Kucherov had the highest amount of points since that season. Yeah, right. Because I remember. Back in 05-06 when Joe Thornton was traded there, mm-hmm. I think he had finished year with 125 or so like that. I don't know wh- where wow. this information comes from, but it comes from, yeah. I, I don't know. Two teams too that year. Yeah, played, yeah, played with two teams, yeah. exactly. Uh, Nova Scotians, so Marshawn yeah, Crosby. Missed three. Just missed three. In McKinnon, 99 yeah. points, so that would have been pretty dead. And he was hurt, I think, at one point. He was. Yeah, yeah he missed a, missed a good chunk. Uh, thanks a lot, Nate, for missing a couple yeah. games for my fantasy team. But what this episode's really, we really want to base this episode on is uh, our playoff predictions. Yes. And which I love doing. I actually ran a little playoff pool with a couple guys. We do a little playoff mustache yeah, pool. Yeah, beard. So I'm probably going to do that again. I won't uh, explain the details on here, but I don't know. Uh, any series you want to start with? You want to start with the West? You want to start, start with the, the East? East? Start with the East. Yeah. All right. Start with the East. So from the top, Tampa Bay, Columbus. So what do you got? I got. Tampa and five. Yeah, Tampa and five. You can't go against them. No. The only way I see them having any hiccup along the way is a major injury. Right. Or some kind of hot goaltender. Yeah. It'll take one hell of a goaltender. I was just going to say, with Bobrovsky's track record, I don't want to discount what he's done this year because obviously yeah. he, they're in the playoffs because of him. I think he had nine shadows this year. Yeah. The league. So. Just finished ahead of Flurry in the last week. Yeah, Flurry had eight, I think. Yeah. Eight. Yeah, so there you go. Columbus obviously loaded up. I don't think they loaded up expecting they would cross over and yeah, play they tap all play that Tampa. For, for a quick series, in my opinion. <laughs> I was just going to say, so you got them in five. Yeah, I think Brossi steals one. Yeah, exactly. Uh, I'm going to I'm gonna go with uh, Tampa in four. Four? No. I'm not much, we're not giving much faith in uh, no. Bratch's uh, jackets. No, I'm not. I'm going to go with Tampa in four. I, I mean... I think they outscored them, if I can add this up correctly, 17-3 to three during the season. <laughs> Fuck. In three games? Wow. Yeah, Tampa Sounds like a Buccaneers uh, Browns game. <laughs> yeah. Cleveland's the closest city. To close. Yeah, it totally does. <laughs> so, yeah, I don't know. I don't think Columbus can really compete with Tampa. No. I, I know you mentioned major injury. I'm not too sure what's up with uh, Victor Hedman right now, yeah. but I know he's banged up. So, be interesting to see. Yeah, he's a big the, part of that back end. Yeah. But I yeah. don't think. If Giordano's not winning the Norris, it'll be him. Yeah, pretty sure it's going to be him. So. Yeah, so Tampa Bay. That was pretty straightforward. Pretty sure that's the way she's going to go <laughs> yeah. there. So moving on to the next matchup, we've got the Bruins and the Maple Leafs. Ho, ho, ho. That's again. a tougher one. Again. Again. That's, and so... I'm going to go with Boston and seven. Boston and seven, okay. And that's only if there's goaltending on... We know it's not going to be sparks between the pipes. No, uh, Mike Hutchinson is... Uh, oh, well, they they already... They moved sparks out of the dressing Just, room. Yes. Did you hear about that? Yeah. Yeah. They moved him out, and so Mike Hutchinson's going to be backing up Freddie Anderson. Another, so when we were talking about uh, McDavid getting hurt in that Leafs-Montreal uh, game, can't remember who it was. Uh, maybe it was Andrew Shaw. One of the one of the uh, 
what do you call those guys? The pests on Montreal. Yeah. Shaw. It was either Shaw or Gallagher. One of them crashed the net pretty hard. Took out Anderson at the knees. Fuck. Got out. Got up super slow. And either the comment. Uh, Bob Cole was just like, "Oh my." Oh, and I, you yeah, Greg Millen chimed in. He's just like, "This is bad. Really bad." <laughs> if this guy goes down and he misses any time, this team is done. He yeah. said something along those Michael lines. Michael Hutchinson, as you're starting the playoffs, bye bye. Oh boy. With all due respect to Mike, we love you, buddy. With all you did for us here. Actually, I was at Valley Village, saw Pennant, and it was... Uh, Hutch and Pavs. Hutch and Pavs. Oh, yeah. Yeah, that was a good one. <laughs> I got a couple of those. Yeah, so you had Boston in seven. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm going to go with the Bruins in... I'm going to say seven as well. Yeah. I think the Leafs have a pretty damn good team. And think about it, I don't think it's going to go seven. But no. That's just a bold prediction. I'm going with seven just based on the fact that I think Toronto's sick of losing to Boston. Yeah. Uh, they're just they're too high powered offensively Watch to, the least sweep to fade them. away. I you know what I wouldn't be upset. I honestly wouldn't. I wouldn't be upset. I, I like to see uh, teams that haven't won in a while. Yeah. do well. Uh, maybe not go all the way. No, definitely that's, not. That's not where I'm going to go with Kurt the Leafs. Dog. Yeah, sorry, Kurt Dog. Happy belated birthday, by the way, yep. Kurt. Uh, and apologies to uh, well a couple other Leaf fans. There's quite a few of There's them. There's quite a few of them, which is why yeah. we're, we're cheering against them. So, uh, moving on to the. Caps and Carolina Hurricanes. Oof. So what do you got here? So the Caps had 104 points and the Hurricanes Caps in five. 99. Caps in five. Okay. Yeah. Any particular reason? I just don't think the Canes can beat them. Yeah. I don't think their goaltending's good enough, personally. Yeah. Like, I mean, Brazic had a good year. McElhinney had a good year. Darling's not good. Um, yeah. And McElhinney Cap- won 19 games. Yeah. He had a really Crazy. good year. I still yeah. think in a series against that team, that high-powered. Mm-hmm. I don't think they have a chance. No, I think I think I think we're gonna see a cap. My bold prediction down the road will be yeah. a Caps Bolts conference final, but yeah. we'll see what happens. We'll repeat of last year was that? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. As far as the Hurricanes go, they got probably one of the more underrated defense corps mm-hmm. in the league with uh, Dougie Dougie Hamilton. I think he ended up getting about eighteen goals this year, yeah. and he got off to a slow start. And really then they got slow. The Brett Pesci. I think he's like plus thirty five on Joel the year. Pesci. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, he like he's like plus thirty five on the year, like it's crazy. And then uh, Justin Falk, of course, they got yeah. they got a pretty good team, kind of yeah. unheralded, I guess. I don't see the. I think the Caps are hungry to do it again. Yeah, it's like globe trotters. It's like pretty yeah. much it is high octane offense. Yeah, I think so. I I just don't think they can compete. Caps also won the season series four nothing. Yeah. So yeah, pretty safe to say you got them in five. Uh, I got to pick something different, so I'm gonna pick another sweep. Oh. Washington in four. The brooms are out. And then, of course, uh, Jimmy's favorite <laughs> series, the, the New York Islanders against the Pittsburgh Penguins. Uh, that skills me. Taking it back in a time warp to the uh, what was it, 2000? Coliseum. Yeah. Yeah, the Coliseum's hosting the games. Yeah. Fuck. Uh, so where are you at I here? hate to say it. I'm not sold on Matt Murray. Yeah. And that decor. I got Islanders in six. Really? Yeah. Oh, boy. So not sold on the decor. Any particular I reason? I don't like I just... Never been a big fan. It's got it done in the past, but yeah. I think a little bit of age to that decor. I think Latang's banged up. Yeah. So that's just my opinion. We'll see. I really hope I'm wrong, but yeah. I hate the Islanders almost as much as I hate the Blue Jackets, <laughs> Capitals, and Flyers. <laughs> that's and all very Lundqvist. fair. Yeah. I, I appreciate your honesty. Yeah. Uh, season series was tied 2 1, two, one and 1. Oof. Uh, it's tough to really get a grasp on how that went, and we all know that the season series doesn't mean shit. Means shit when you get to the playoffs. Yeah. 
Pittsburgh's as banged up as you say. They picked up, uh, what's the, what the fuck's his name, Eric Branson? Yeah. I've heard he's filled in okay. Yeah, he's been okay. I haven't got a chance to watch any of the games, but after watching the Islanders play the Jets here a few weeks ago, that's a, uh, that's a frustrating squad. Yeah. Yeah, and... I mean, their offense is pretty spread out. Andrew Ladd's lost for the year, and he's yeah. kind of picking it up, so they'll miss him. But Not a big loss. They're a deeper team than I think a lot of people realize. Yeah, uh, I was listening to Lou Lamorello today. on Who's your goalie, though? Central. Yeah, <laughs> who's your goalie? Uh, yeah, who is the goalie? Thomas Grice. That's the only way I see them moving on. Robin Leonard. Is just outscoring them. Yeah. Well, best of luck to... Well, Mind you, they're also not the best offensive team either, the Islanders. That's very true. They're yeah. not. They're definitely not. Their yeah. offense from the blue line, I, I believe, isn't isn't too bad. But uh, I'm going to go with... Well, the Islanders got home ice, so I'm going to go with the Islanders in seven. Oh. I think home team's going to win every game in that series. Oh. Yeah, so that's yeah. what we got there. And if we take our talents out west, we've got the Calgary Flames and the yes. Colorado Avalanche. Oh, I hate to go against... Uh... Matt Allery's team, but <laughs> I'd love to see an upset here. Really? So I'm going to go with my first upset. Yeah. And I'm going to go abs in seven. Really? I just really like that first line. Oh, no. I, I had to pick something crazy. Well, it sounds like you've upset my uh, son upstairs. It does. I can hear him cry. <laughs> I may have to go deal with that at some point here. I thought that was Matt Allery I could hear. <laughs> <laughs> or Kenton Gillis or Tanner. <laughs> So, flame fans crying. I feel like this oh is a boy. bold. This is just a bold move on yeah, my part. Yeah, no, that's okay. And so I feel like Calgary's kind of like Colorado and fast forward, like two years from now. But I also feel like Colorado's got a little bit of Cinderella in them. So I'm, I, I'm not going to uh, disagree with you. Bauer's been playing good. Well, no, I, I'm not going to disagree not sold with on the, the goaltending. Yeah, yeah, I am not sold on Calgary's goaltending. Dave the save and uh, Mike Smith. Mm. Yeah. It, if not, if not for that, I have I've got Calgary going likely to the final. Yeah. Is what kind of what I'm thinking? If they can, if they can pick one guy to uh, run with it here, then I, I Mike oh, Smith's man. got the track record. Mike Smith does have the track record. Calgary, I believe they allow the least amount of shots in the league, mm-hmm. only about 28 per night, something like that. And so, um, oh boy, yeah. So he's calling for me. I'm gonna make my yep. pick right now. I'm gonna go with Calgary in five. Just because, I, I, I don't know, I think Calgary's a yeah. wagon. Uh, Matthew Kachuk's going to be uh, a super the, best. the X Factor, yeah. I think, in this series. He's, he's going to throw them nuts. He's, and McKinnon's going to kill him. <laughs> I, 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 I have a feeling yeah. right, or maybe Linus You might him. see McKinnon get arrested again. <laughs> yeah, maybe, <laughs> like on the Trailer Park Boys series. Uh, we're going to take a break. I'm going to yep. go upstairs and I, check on my son. This works perfect for me because I got Yeah, hey, no problem. Okay, we'll take a break here. Okay, we're back after that little debacle upstairs. Yeah. Had to go settle things down, the peacekeeper that I am. Yeah. So, Something uh, I've never experienced yet. I actually went upstairs in the room. He goes, Daddy, why did Timmy pick the avalanche? <laughs> no, he didn't. Oh, fuck. <laughs> Holy <laughs> shit. <laughs> oh, man. His room is actually directly above us, so that uh, I didn't actually take that into account for our oh, recording boy. space here. So that's just the the big leagues that you're dealing with here on Tongues Out. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. So... so I apologize if the Flames and Avalanche one was a little bit, uh, if I was a little distracted. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, it's a little tough to talk when your kid's crying through the floor upstairs and poor mama needs some assistance. So Mama, I'm coming home. Yeah, exactly. So, just to recap there, Colorado in seven, Calgary in five. I think we're happy with that. Yeah. And so, moving on to San Jose and the Vegas. So, where are you at with this one? I love Marc-Andre Fleury. Yes, but they haven't looked too hot down the stretch. Neither of those two teams did. But mm-hmm. 
I think San Jose's got the pieces to get past them this year, and yep. I'm going to have to go with San Jose in five. San Jose in five, eh? Yeah. Quick one, eh? And yeah. Fleury was hurt there yes. just near the end of the, yeah. the season there. So what was that? Was it a... Lower body. Lower body, so yeah. hopefully not groin. It's either that or it was because of his kid, but that was a lot of people thought was because uh, mm. he had his finally had a son. Oh, yes. Instead of a daughter, so... Yeah. Uh, that was what everyone thought, but it kind of carried on for quite a while, so ah, kind of yes. ruled that out unless they really wanted to rest him, which I could understand. Yeah, for sure. They were pretty much set to face San Jose either way. I was just going to say, and that series is likely, like at least in my mind, it's probably going to come down to the goaltending. Like, yeah. what Martin Jones are you going to get? Or, sorry, which San Jose Sharks defense are you yeah. going to get, right? Eric Carlson's expected to be healthy. Is he? Is he healthy? No? And is He's. Uh, I yeah. just don't think he's a very good defensive defenseman. At yeah. least he'll put up points, but I think he's a liability. But when that's he, just me. The one thing that I think he's got going for him there, well, not the one thing, but I, I just have memories of the, the Senators' playoff run there. And when he played on one leg. Yeah. And uh, He's pretty that? beat up now, too. He's had a rough go. a lot of miles on that. Yeah, I, I believe it's his groin that's keeping him out of it right now. So uh, one little storyline of the series is Stone versus Carlson. So yeah. that'll be a pretty damn cool. Stone on Vegas and... Carlson on San Jose, yeah. so... I didn't even uh, think of that. Yeah, so that'd be kind of cool. And then the Knights, of course, these two teams met last year, I believe, in the second round. Yes. And I think the Knights won it in six, so... Yep. Yeah, to me, I think it comes down to goaltending. I I believe that Fleury is the better goalie, however... Oh, far better. Yes, however... I still I think, think the team's better. Yeah, I think Vegas kind of came down to earth a little bit this year. Um, I, I think if it was the other way around, if Vegas had home ice, I think Vegas would be winning the yeah. series, because they'd get... Two games in that insane building. <laughs> yeah. I can't wait to see it again. Honestly, like, I'm sorry, I like Winnipeg fans, it's loud in our rink. Yeah. That rink is something else. That I rink. haven't been there and I can tell. Well, the fans, the fans, the players spoke yeah. during the And they the were number season. one. They it was were number done, one. Wasn't Hawks second and we were like fourth or I fifth? I think we were third, fourth, maybe. Maybe the I best Montreal. Canadian. Maybe the Montreal best Canadian. Of us too. Yeah, well, Montreal, yeah. It's like... Hockey, hockey's cathedral. Let's also remember all these rinks also hold like four or five thousand more than us. I was just gonna say, yeah, a bit of a disadvantage to begin with. But uh, with that said, I'm gonna go with the Sharks as well. Uh, I've got the Sharks at six, Ooh. so we'll go with that. I'm gonna give. Uh, yeah, that, uh, that's a tough series to call. Really tough one. One of the tougher ones, anyways. And then moving on to Nashville versus Dallas, which we didn't actually know about until the last night of the season yeah. a lot was riding on uh, nashville st louis and winnipeg yeah. so nashville dallas would uh i got nashville in five yeah and even that's a stretch nashville is pretty good right now nashville yeah they kind of pick things up and dallas never will figure it out with under this management and well core. i was listening to well i listened to a couple podcasts but anyways i was listening the other day and the guys were talking about ben bishop and so if you actually line up all of Ben Bishop's injuries, they're all late season, March, April playoffs. Yep. It's always. Yep. So for, for him, I don't know if it's uh, an overuse thing, just the wear and tear over a season, if he's got bad technique. It's that size too doesn't help. That definitely doesn't It's help. a long way down when you're it's going down long, the butterfly. Yeah, it's a long way down. And so luckily they picked up Anton Kadobin, who's he's actually a hell of a, a backup. had himself a pretty good season. And this was a tough one. I... You said, what did you say? Did you, did you make your pick? Yeah, I said five for Nashville. Nashville five. And I, I even think a sweep's possible. Yeah, I think a sweep could uh, very much be possible. The, the one thing I think Dallas has got going for them, I think they're better defensively than I think a lot of people yeah. realize. I think that they might be able to frustrate Nashville a little bit, especially because, I mean, that Nashville's got... I mean, 
You've got a couple guys like Kyle Turris and uh, Shea Weber kind of underperforming. Pekka, you don't. Shea Weber. Shea Weber. Shea yeah, Weber? Like, what did I say? P.K. Subban is what yeah. I meant to say. Jesus Christ. Wow. Like, uh, Hab, I think Habs fans wish you were right. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, sorry, guys. <laughs> and then uh, Pekka has kind of been doing Pekka things all yeah. season. Just weird, weird goaltending from him. Yeah, really but, good. A couple bad games, really good for a long stretch. He's been more so very solid. That's kind of how he rolls. I'm not calling a. Uh, a sweep by any means in this series, but I I'm gonna go with Nashville in. Uh, I'm gonna go different. Than, yeah, I, I gotta go different. I go Nashville six. Sorry, Eric. Yeah, sorry, Eric. Sorry, Killer. The only Dallas Stars fan I know. Actually, I was Monroe's driving down. a Stars fan too. Is he really? Yeah. Oh, he was I, I don't know if he still is. He like the dab. That. Oh, that's cool. Actually, uh, Friday night before I went out with uh, Chunger and everyone else. Uh, mm-hmm. Went to watch Chung's uh, soccer game, and uh, it's quite the dynamic duel refing on rink number two. Oh, was it Sandal and uh, Monroe? Monroe? Yeah. Oh, my God. Yeah. That is awesome. Actually, shout out to Ryan Sandal. Yeah. Just got married, uh, mm-hmm. I believe it was last week in Mexico. Saw some pretty funny videos from yeah. that. So, yeah. Uh, yeah. shout out to a former teammate of both of ours. Yeah. Yeah. One tough duel. customer. Yeah. File him under do not fuck with. Yep. <laughs> Yeah, so, and that leaves us, of course, with the the last series of the playoffs. Winnipeg Jets and the St. Louis Blues. Well, right, yeah, sorry. Fuck, it's been a while. Yeah. That's okay, we'll save that for another time. So, we could go into a whole thing about the team in Winnipeg, but, I mean, St. Louis is just as intriguing. Yes, they're a team that's completely turned around. We're a team that's kind of limped to the finish. Yeah, yeah. So, I... My pick is not going to make a lot of people happy. No. I got Blues and Six. Blues and Six. They just look so good right now. They do look damn good right now. I. It's tough to... My really, wallet likes that choice. Yes. So it's tough. Yeah, I was just going to say, because the more games, the more <laughs> the yeah. less games, the better, because you got to be there. So the Jets won the season series, as uh, has been mentioned, but all the games happened before, uh, I believe, uh, mid-December. I think so. Yeah, that have, was right around when St. Louis was sitting in last place in the league. I think they only played Bennington once or twice. If I don't not. know if they did play him at all. Yeah, I, I don't think they most. did. I, yeah, yeah, that'd be uh, interesting to look I at. I read online that Allen was starting. There's no way that's true. When Patrick Line scored the five goals in one game, that, that was, was on against Al- the Blues. That was, that was on Allen. Jake Allen, right? Yeah, and so, yeah, to me, oh, man, the Jets, and I hate to, to pick against the Jets. I'm not going to do it. Oh. At least I'm not going to do it in, in this. If I do, if I run a hockey pool, I might do it. Oh, okay, I might do it, but you got to keep our listeners happy. Right? Yeah, you got to keep the listeners one happy. One of us has to. Yeah. Oh, yeah, for sure. And I'd and be the one to pick against that. With Winnipeg, I mean, they've kind of. I listened to Paul Maurice talk the other night, and he was saying that uh, right about right around January, I think they were sitting 33 and 15 or something. The record was, and he said something along the lines of, "We kind of knew we were making the playoffs back then, and so the fun." of the race kind of came out of it and i was like okay like yeah whatever like last year they had 115 points so they knew they're <laughs> yeah. making the playoffs in fucking november right yeah. and so brandon tanev's banged up yes quite banged uh, up i heard josh morrissey He's i think is going to be a big x factor yeah and how healthy he is exactly and uh, how healthy buff is how healthy buff is as well um if his line going to show up. Is line going to show up? Uh, so many questions. Yeah. Connor Hellebuck has faced the highest amount of shots yeah. in the league this How's year. Sherratt? By... Yeah. He's been hurt. Sherratt's been hurt. And so I just, I feel like Winnipeg's got too many strikes against them right now. However, the team is playoff tested. They had a good run last year. Yeah. 
I don't think they're going to roll over easy to a St. Louis team. However, Bennington's only lost five out of like 30 games. I know. Right? The guy's laser focused. Like he's just, he set, he like looking at him, like you just see playoff goalie. But I mean, before this year. Who was he? Who was the guy, right? He He's wasn't like, even playing for the, like, he got shipped to... Providence, Bruins. Yeah, he played for Providence. Yeah, he was on loan last year. Yeah. Who, didn't he scrap somebody? Yes. He was playing for the Bruins last I he, year? I think Copley. Was it Phoenix Copley? I think it was Phoenix Copley. Oh, okay. That's interesting. Okay. Yeah, and so the Blues, everybody pretty much had them written off. I mean... They were dead last. Yeah. Not long ago. They were, even at the deadline, like, there was still some thought that they might be selling still. Yes. Especially last year when they sold Stasny. To us, Stazer. 20 games to go or yep. whatever it was last year. Uh, Got to give to the Jets, though. It looks like Kevin Hayes might have been the best deadline pickup this year. It was the fight. Just... Was yeah, it? Actually, oh, yeah. it was, eh? Yeah. yeah, so Hayes has actually been... He's been unreal. He's been awesome. Better than I expected, just like last year. He's like uh, he, he's like he's got that big body presence, yeah. you know. That they talk about. Yeah. yeah, he looks like Yager. I don't want to say he looks like Yager, but uh, not quite. No, just when he's in the corners with the yeah. puck, it's like nobody can really touch him because he's six he's foot a big, seven. Big right? unit. He is a big unit, exactly. Yeah. So we're a big team made for rough, rugged playoffs. Yeah, it's just I, a matter of uh, speed against us seems to be a bit of a yeah, problem. That's seen last year against mm-hmm. Vegas. Mm-hmm, yeah, exactly, and with the with the horses that they got, guys like Ehlers, like Connor, like it should, you shouldn't have issues with speed. But I, well, I mean, look at Ehlers' track record in the playoffs. I know he didn't have a goal last year. <laughs> oh, he was bad. Yeah, I think he was hurt. He had to have been hurt because I really like his hurt. game exactly. And so it was nice to see him score. I think in the last two games of the year this yeah. year, because I was thinking like, man, is this guy just gonna have a repeat? Of- Who is this guy? <laughs> yeah, gonna have a repeat performance from last year. We got to sign Line A and Connor. Meanwhile, mm-hmm. we got Ehlers making six million dollars. So. Yeah, this is this has got to be one of the toughest series to call. You can flip a coin. I yeah. I'm gonna go with Winnipeg in seven. Ooh. I'm gonna go. My s- wallet hates you right now. Yeah, I mean, luckily I'll only end up going to two, two of them. But I I gotta respect the Blues in this series. This could go either way yeah. easily. So that's pretty much where I'm at with that. I don't know if we have anything to add to nope. the the playoff series here. Nothing really, eh? Card Hearts representing Canada at the Worlds. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah, that's yeah. all I got. Yeah, Connor McDavid is not. Yes, outside <laughs> of that, I don't know. I don't think anyone else has been announced. No, definitely. Did you hear about all the Arizona Coyotes players that were playing banged up? Yeah. Kemper had a scratch, cornea, and a knee injury. Yeah. And someone had an MCL tear or something. Uh, it was Ekman Larson. Yeah. And then there was another guy. Uh, or was, no, Derek Stepan. Yeah. Had an MCL and they already tear. had a whole bunch of guys out for the year. Yeah. Oh, man. What a brutal. banged up team. I actually noticed when we were watching the other night, how good is that Vinny Hinestroza? Fuck is mm-hmm. he good, man. He's a good player. He's a hell of a player. Um, I don't know if you got the birthdays pulled up here. That's but what I'm doing right now. We're pretty much at that point. I mean, we can't ask the folks uh, we're talking to, but do you want to do tomorrow or today? Uh, I'd say let's do tomorrow. Okay, I got to check the date. I'm not on the ball. It's been a while, people. As uh, who said that? It's been a while. <laughs> I actually heard that on the radio the other day. That was Stained. Oh, yes. Stained? I would have never guessed that. Did you know that the singer from Stained is actually yes. Fred Durst's cousin yeah. from The Biscuit? One of my one of the greatest bands ever. Yeah, how's that for uh, some, some good info? All How right. that, listeners? So, this is taking a little while to load here for a second. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's no problem. Okay, April 9th. All right, are you ready? Oh, yeah. All right, First up, I love doing these. It's been a while. It's fun. It's a lot of fun. First one up is former Buffalo Sabre and Chicago Hawk, who is turning, oh boy, my math, it's been a while. Again, uh, 37 years old, Milan Bartovic. Oh, wow. 
I don't think you would ever guess that one. Bartolik, no. No. Former Columbus Blue Jacket, Vancouver Canuck, and Montreal Canadian. Born in 1992, turning a fresh 27 years old. Michael Chapu. Michael Chapu. Yeah. I was going to say, he wasn't on the Canadians this year? Yeah. Yeah, there you go. Uh, here's a young buck for you. Born in 1996, former Boston Bruin and Minnesota Wild. Uh, picked up at the deadline. Oh, Ryan Donato. Donato. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, Donato was a good player for a long time. Next up is uh, Goalie. He's been everywhere. Uh, born in 1985, turning 34 years old. Uh, former Ottawa Senator, Colorado Avalanche, St. Louis Blues, Calgary Flame, and current Philadelphia Flyer, one of many this year, <laughs> Brian Elliott. Yes, Brian uh, Elliott, ninth round pick, I believe, by the Ottawa yeah. Senators in 2003, if I believe, if I'm correct. Uh, next is a longtime Michigan K Wing, also played for Toronto, wow. Dallas, and Colorado. He is turning, oh, he's old, kind of old, uh, 46 years old. Kelly Fairchild, if you uh, remember him. I remember. Kelly Fairchild. Yeah. yeah, I don't really remember that guy. Was uh, he like from the IHL days then? I guess yeah. he was 46. Wow, yeah. holy crap. Cool. Um, former New York Islander, born 1960, Scott Housen. Oh, yeah. who's he? Who's he the, oh, he's Edmonton's assistant GM right yeah. now. So uh, he's uh, in the middle of sorting some things out with the old yes. boys club. And the boys club comes back again. Or Scotty. Um, Scotty. Next is Sean Hunwick. I, ooh, I did that backwards. Usually I say everything first. Sean Hunwick, born in 1987, Columbus Blue Jackets. Oh. Think, Sean? Yeah. Matt Hunwick? Matt Hunwick's brother, I think. Oh, shit. I've never even heard of this guy. Really? Wow. Uh, next up is, born 1993, Edmonton Oiler, David Musil. Okay, yeah. I remember that name. And a lot of uh, no-namers. Yeah, this was... Yeah. I'm really picking from the ball in the bucket here. <laughs> the last two are a little bit more relevant. Mm -hmm. uh, this one is turning... Oh, jeez, I got to do the math again. 39 years old, former Toronto Maple Leaf, Pittsburgh Penguin, LA King, Carolina Hurricanes, New Jersey Devil, and Winnipeg Jet, Alexei Ponikarovsky. Wow, Pony. And last but not least, uh, former Philadelphia Flyer, Pittsburgh Penguin, LA King, Boston Bruin, Washington Capital, Phoenix Coyote, tough guy, and current coach of the Phoenix Coyote, or Arizona Coyote, sorry, really? born in 1964, turning... Oh, I hate this math thing. <laughs> Fuck. 45? Yeah. 55. 55. 55, Rick yeah. Rick Talkett. Rick Talkett. And that is it for relevant people today. Or tomorrow, <laughs> he, I should Rick, say. Rick Talkett was one of those guys that looked good in the old Kachina jersey. Eh? Oh, yes. Yeah, it was nice to see that the other night on TV. And we'll say a little uh, premature happy birthday because I jumped ahead of date to yep. Manitoba Moose backup goaltender Ken Appleby. Really? Yeah, he's oh. turning uh, a fucking math. Uh, 20... Four years old. Yeah. Wow. What's the, what's the deal with his goaltender partner, uh, Mikhail, there? He's, He's entertaining. Pretty he spicy is. little guy. Yeah, yeah, he got into it pretty good there I at the end of the it. game. I yeah. heard all about it, actually. I was reading, uh, I think it was the Winnipeg Sun I heard yeah. about, about him. He got read into it with, uh, oh, who was it? I can't remember. It was a tough guy, too. Yeah. Yeah. It was an entertaining game. I'm glad <laughs> I didn't see him play the next day because yesterday's game was a bit of a dud. Mm -hmm. Where were they, where are they sitting? I think they're bus. just just hanging on. Mm -hmm. Don't ask me because it changes so often. I was just going <laughs> to say. Where exactly? I'm pretty sure they're eight, seventh at best. Mm -hmm. But I would say 
eight makes more so sense. So last thing you need is for them to make the playoffs too, right? Oh, fuck. Don't remind me. <laughs> Trust me. I've been pulling for every team that comes into town the last two months. <laughs> yeah, exactly. And it hasn't been going well. Yeah. Uh, kind of tough to bring this up to uh, end the episode, but of course we have to talk about Humboldt. And so um, a year ago, I remember watching the Moose ironically playing the Bakersfield Condors, and yep. we were both in the building, and I think yep. they sent me a text from across the rink telling me that they had been uh, – junior a team was involved in an accident we didn't really know what to expect in there yeah but, uh, not a clue that was uh i believe it was a friday night i think i stayed up till 1 a.m just trying to you i know, was up like, a little later but i remember yeah, it like yesterday just sifting through all the information at the time like man it hit me it was pretty uh hit me hard horrific yeah it was awful man and so we obviously know that 16 people lost their lives 13 people have forever had their lives changed to some extent or another and yeah, many uh, more affected yeah one families one, billets yeah, yeah staff they, of the team everybody exactly literally everybody across the country even the world man like it was it was huge and so uh, i just kind of want to pay our respects to those guys yeah. here to, to kind of end off the episode i i didn't want to i almost kind of forgot i didn't want to forget that so i uh hate to close it off like that but uh what's your to kind of move things forward here what's your weekend entail what's going on you got manitoba cup eh? manitoba cup yeah test game friday night yeah so it'll be kind of a tame weekend for me <laughs> like, mo- like most have been lately other than last weekend yeah but uh yeah going forward it'll be back to no more booze so yeah i had my fun with kenton and the boys and mm-hmm. uh, with my um, chunger and saw a show and yeah. marcus when he was in town so yeah back to normal back Time to dial it back a little yeah. bit Are you still seeing gav mikhail yeah there? yeah but uh Good been dealing with some pretty bad back pains lately Uh oh so i that's not good haven't done much in the last week outside lower of back some cardio or the, lower yeah. back yeah oh so that's not good it's from all those years of carrying the team i guess yeah yeah, yeah. really again team more hockey back. everywhere you can't carry every team right without <laughs> paying paying for it eventually <laughs> yes so. exactly well that pretty much does it for today's episode yeah. I, I don't really got much to say i'm not playing uh manitoba cup i got i got i'm dealing with a little bit of pain in my feet so uh, kind of a bummer I had to drop out of that but had a pretty busy weekend coming up myself yeah. and uh, unlike uh, a couple of guys I'm sure that are playing although I'm sure Sieg's is probably playing with yeah. his two kids but I gotta find a babysitter for Saturday so that wasn't gonna work out yeah. so unfortunately I can't play but I'll be on standby hopefully I'll get to make an appearance maybe it'd be nice it'd be really nice so uh that pretty much does it for today's episode thanks to everybody for uh listening to us again it's good to be back yeah yeah it's good to be back hopefully we'll get things back to once a week as we roll through the playoffs here because there's going to be a lot to talk about less games but just as much action if not better action so yes non-stop action yeah first round is always the most exciting and here we are. Yeah, exactly. So go Jets, go. Can't wait to hit the whiteout. And uh, the important thing, of course, is to always remember to shoot the hockey. This is Tongues Out. Peace out. A-Town.